The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. This episode is brought to you by the Bleeding Old Blood Club with this important message. The Bleeding Old Blood Club believes life doesn't end at 40. Live life. Take that trip. Learn that skill. Get in the pit. Learn to skate or get back on your skateboard. Shred it up once again. Check us out on Facebook, the Bleeding Old Blood Club. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Hey, this is Trey Pemberton from Creeping Death, and you're listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Kareen, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a Creeping Us Out episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 602, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this show is brought to you by the good folks at True Cold Coffee, who, until further notice during this pandemic, are offering 20% off. So head to trvekvltcoffee.com, subscribe today, because not only will you get 20% off, you subscribe and you never run out of coffee, but you also get great music. Every month, two new bands, is killer stuff. He likes to mix it up. You never know what's going to happen. It's always a surprise. Don't miss out. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Check them out on Instagram, T-R-V-E.K-V-L-T.Coffee. Um, great place to see out there. He's working on all sorts of other interesting things, such as coffee-scented candles and uh, different you know, fun t-shirts and all that sort of stuff. So it's a product made by Metalheads for Metalheads. We support it here full, full, fully on Radioactive Metal. So please, go out and support True Cold Coffee. Snowman, what's happening today? Well, with myself, you know, and I was just thinking that 
Okay, isn't isn't the U.S. getting um, and I think it, it's going to be happening in Canada here as well, but some sort of stimulus check. So yeah, like they passed it. I have no idea when it's going to happen. I feel like it's one of those things. Is it's probably not going to happen until after all this is settled. Hmm. Well, I was thinking that what might be a good idea if you are eligible for the so-called stimulus check and you want to keep that money. Like, don't go to fucking Walmart or anything or buy any any shit from there because it's all going to China and it's all going to a a greedy corporation that doesn't care if you live or die. So if you get this, this stimulus check, I was just thinking probably the best thing to do is to put it into a independent company like True Cavalt Coffee. Exactly. That's, Support that's a local all, business. All of, yeah, yeah. And they're all about the metal and all that. And with everything that's going on in the world, no one wants to leave their house. Everyone's on lockdown. Everyone's in quarantine, whatever. I think the mailman is still moving. And yeah. how about bringing that coffee like to your doorstep for you or to your mailbox? You don't have to step out into the world and surround yourself with these goddamn normies that are pissing me off on a daily basis. You don't have to surround yourself and go through all of that when all when the true Cavalt coffee is just is coming straight to your doorstep. So um yeah, yeah. Give them a shout to see what's up, and you won't be disappointed. With this episode, my friend, you would think, okay, no bands are touring. There's nothing going on. Venues are shut down. That's just where where we are. Well, the boys at Radioactive Metal probably don't have a whole hell of a lot this week. It's going to be a quick show. Should I bother listening? Um. Yeah, because it's not going to be a quick show, and we've got a lot of cool stuff to deal with, including a kick-ass, a kick-ass creature feature, a cool up, uh, cool upcoming band that's making a lot of headway within the underground. All of our reg- all of our regular features. I'm going to introduce you to a really cool band in our indie spotlight. Got a mitt full of tunes, but before we get into any of that got a bit of housekeeping here that we gotta get to and first and foremost the most important thing well we kind of regret to have to announce that our good buddy kareen and my longtime co-hostess on this show oh geez now six years she yeah. has she has opted to officially step down. Now the last couple of years she's kind of was reduced herself down to a part-time gig, shall we say, and just because of what's going on in her life and just just everything. Sometimes you can't always commit to, you know, a hobby, a project like this because this is essentially, as you know, you know, this is a part-time job in and of itself. Yes, it so with is. everything that's going on in the world, she unfortunately said, "I just, I, I can't be joining you guys anymore." So I'm sorry to hear that. You know, that's uh, that's too bad. It's definitely not going to be the same without her. I remember when um, our former co-host Rock brought her on. And I was like, okay, well, who is this? Why, 
why who is this girl why is she coming on like why what's going on here i dug a little bit into what she is and what she's all about and what she does and it's like okay i get it she's in right on yeah and we have been thrilled these past six weeks with her um but that doesn't mean that our good buddy sky is going anywhere just because she's not here with us this week you know with everything that's going on She's got a lot of shit going on in the magical world of rock and roll and, you know, with Bulldog Pizza, her money job and all that. So, no, she's still going to be with us. So, thank you, Kareen, for everything in the past six years. And remember, like, the door in your chair is always open. Thank you. Forget that. Yeah, yeah. Um, As... Well, if you are listening to us on the Shining Wizards Network, in some way, shape, or form, or discovered us through the wonderful world of pro wrestling, I'm pleased to announce that my latest endeavor within the podcasting world is in the wonderful world of pro wrestling as Wrestling Night in Canada made its debut on the shining wizards network now what the shining what wrestling night in canada is is it's myself my good buddy ducky and a couple gentlemen that we've had on the show in one way shape or form or another mr mike mason from the band inhumed and local local metal producer matt copper from atomic 29 productions Rock on. Yeah, yeah. As it turned out, as we, you know, all got to know know each other better, it's like, oh, we're all big wrestling fans. One one time we're all hanging out at Matt's place and Mr. Mason said, kind of looked around and like, okay, holy shit. Um, Hey, guys, do you think between the four of us we could do our own wrestling podcast? (laughs) Well... Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure we could. So a little while later, Wrestling Night in Canada was born and is available now. And see this? You haven't ribbed me about this yet, Aaron. So I may be <laughs> thinking that you don't know what I'm about to say, and I should probably just not tell you. I mean, but, you definitely uh, uh, should. <laughs> <laughs> I have to now, yeah. Yeah. One of the longest running programs in Canada. It's been on the air every Saturday night for I, I don't even know. My 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 dad was a youngster. A program called Hockey Night in Canada. Okay. Surprise, surprise. The hockey game is the longest running program in Canada. I well, am shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when we were coming up with a name for our new wrestling podcast it's like well we're four canadian guys from the same canadian metal scene and all that what about wrestling night in canada it's like all right sounds good to me (laughs) (laughs) because it's it's a program that i grew up with okay and i remember as a wee one watching hockey and wrestling i never thought for a microsecond that I would ever be doing my own rate, my own pro wrestling radio show with an inspiration from hockey night in Canada. Like I, it's just one of those things, you know, when you're a kid, like when, when we were kids, what was a computer? Never mind the internet, never mind podcasts. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, yeah. So, so I would. So, sorry. Well, I was gonna say, um, I've been using a computer since I was probably eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that like, would be yeah, that would be around that time when they first started coming out. But how widespread were they really? Well, they they weren't widespread, but like I'm saying, that that was just a different thing. Like my dad worked at Radio Shack, and I don't know if Radio Shack made it up there, but it was a local yeah. electronics sh- store, you know. We had Radio Shack, and so we had, we had every model of TRS-80 that you can imagine, and on through the Tandy computers and and all that sort of stuff. So. I have literally grown up with computers since I am also the same age as the microchip. <laughs> That's you are definitely in the very, very, very small minority in the in that department as as I remember it. But so hopefully, hopefully, you know, Shining Wizards Network. Dot com. That's where you can find us. Download us on off Apple iTunes, wherever you find your podcasts. We will be there. Wrestling night in Canada, as well today as we speak. Okay, it's the fourteenth of April, and of course we do the show at all, blah 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 later on. Okay, today as we speak, ten years ago we lost one Peter Steele. Certainly, that's hard, 10 years already. It's hard to believe. I knew that was going to be the first thing you said. It's like, really? 10 years? It yeah. has been 10 years already. And it I feels was like it was just of, the other wow. day. It, it does. It does. It does. And, of course, most people will probably remember, and you know, Mr. Steele best from his work with Typo Negative. I'm going to go one further mr Steele came to my attention maybe about five years previous to uh to do typo negative with the band the new york metal band called carnivore i thought you were going to tell me it's when he did his spread and playgirl <laughs> no, no no but that's 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 not surprising like the, that that happened no carnivore was this really really cool metal band that for their first record i think came out self-titled record came out in like 85 a couple years later they kind of switched up sounds to a more new york hardcore sound yeah. which which it's like i was like okay sure like whatever i it sounds good to me metal hardcore punk is all good and all that but i know i know a lot of metal heads were kind of like oh i don't like this new sound and i know a lot of hardcore fans never really accepted that metal band you know into their sound and then they eventually just a couple years after that you know out came typo negative with this more gothic sound and all that and it's just gotta give the guy credit you know like he was definitely as an artist he wasn't afraid to put himself out there and to experiment and come up with new sounds to find his niche instead of just going over and over you know so good on him and it was definitely um it was definitely a loss it was definitely a loss yeah i'm actually surprised that um Mrs. Snowy didn't make her way out and try to find that playgirl because she was she she thought he was he was kind of a hidey too. Well, have you ever seen it? Mm. No, I haven't. Okay, so I have because um, one of my friends' bands was actually opening for Typo Negative when they played Pittsburgh. 
Oh, okay. And they are huge Tebo negative fans. And, you know, like, like literally he's like, it's like, yeah, the promoter told us not to address Peter Steele. Like we have to not fanboy out and all this sort of stuff. So I was kind of in charge of making sure they, they didn't go crazy. I was working the merch booth, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, Peter was there and then a bunch of fans came in for like a meet and greet. And one of them happened to have the magazine <laughs> and she opens up to his centerfold and holy cow dude dude <laughs> like peter Steele, i say steel peter man was he endowed yeah so i've yeah. heard yeah well endowed i'm like whoo that man was in shape no doubt no doubt yeah so sometime today you know when you're listening to this or whatever like um throw on some carnivore throw on some typo do yourself a favor good stuff all around and finally before we get on with the grunt here um i have to give a shout out here as i'll get into this a little more with my metal fix but we had another of um this past friday night there was another live stream here some local winnipeg punk bands were doing a live stream out of their uh out of their rehearsal space and part of it was to go kind of to um help bulldog pizza who's just been an amazing partner within the metal and the punk scene within within winnipeg here they've been so supportive that these bands wanted to give something back so while they were playing they you know they put up a go a gofundme for to help out bulldog and all that bulldog threw in you know some prizes a a t-shirt a coupon all this okay great i kind of had a quick inspiration and i threw radioactive metal into the pot and i said you know what radioactive metal for the shit for for the winner you know everyone that donated money the name was their name was going to be put into a hat and then the winner would get this prize package i threw our name into the pod as well saying radioactive metal will give the winner a shout out for it and i want to say hello horns up and thank you to mr one dave tariff here in winnipeg and as it turns out mr tariff was an old school hardcore guy from back in the day like myself and all that so yeah yeah as i got to know him through facebook i said to him you know what why don't you just why don't you give me a song we'll play you a song not only give you a shout out but we'll go one further we'll play you a cool song and he um said okay well i like this band i like this band i like this band turns out like myself he is a fan of the old the old 80s who actually they reunited a little while later then they're making headway within the scene once again winnipeg has a wicked hardcore band called crown of thorns and we said okay you know what let's go with a song from them so their self-titled song from their release just simply called demo for mr tariff once again sir thank you so much and let's get together and have a beer at the next show whenever that might be this is for you this is the mighty crown of thorns
been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Okay, dude, what you got? All right, man. There's been a lot going on, and there's some stuff that I wrote down and that I forgot to talk about. Um, <clears throat> so let's start with this past weekend. Snowy, have you seen the Trolls movie that came out a couple years ago? Mm, no. Wait, so, I remember you telling me something about it, though. Well, I don't remember us talking about that one. But the Trolls World Tour just released this Friday. Um, it was a straight to streaming because, you know, the movie studios are trying to figure out what to do with the theaters closed. Mm-hmm. And so I rented it for the kids, a 48 hour rental. And um, it's all about how rock music is trying to take over the world. Right, right. Okay. Sorry, go on. Well, no. Have you have you heard anything about it? I know. I remember. I've. I remember seeing a trailer okay. for it. Yes, at well, the last time we were in the theater. You really need to check this out because, like, we're watching it and like they're doing all the cliche rock things. Like everything is like bats and it's dark and all that sort of stuff. Well, then the um, the girl is trying to take over the world. Her name's Queen Barb, and her dad comes out of the bathroom. And he starts talking. I turn to my wife. I'm like, "Is that Ozzy, dude?" They got <laughs> Ozzy to play play her dad. Like, <laughs> okay, it, of course. It, it was hysterical because I'm just, and like you know it's Ozzy because you can't understand a word he's saying. You know, mm-hmm. it's just you know. I'm like, oh my god, like this is hysterical. But so, yeah, like like <clears throat> you know, you're talking about dealing with the normies, and I'm watching. And I'm like. Why does everybody think that a rock wants to take over the world? Like, we want to unite the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we so, do, definitely. Yeah. 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 But it, it was pretty good. The soundtrack was pretty good. Um, all the rock songs were really watered down. Crazy Train was obviously in there. But it was, like, I don't know if you've seen the, the, like the middle school chorus that does a version of Crazy Train. Their version is heavier than the version in the movie. <laughs> well, you know, it's geared towards kids, so. Yeah, yeah, my kids enjoyed it. But so that was like thing one. All and right. then, um, so check this out. So, um, remember I went to see the Kirk Hammett collection uh, about yes. a month back now. Yeah. All right, so. If anybody is on Twitch TV and you don't even have to have uh, Twitch TV, um, you can just go to Twitch. I think it's just Twitch.tv is the thing it is. And I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's like a video gaming channel. Like you watch yeah. people play video games. And that's a whole nother discussion for another day because one of my son's friends likes to watch people play Fortnite on YouTube. Right. And I'm like, well, what do you do? He's like, well, I just watch them play. I'm like, do they give you tips? No, I just watch them play. Just I'm watch like, them play. <laughs> I'm like, but you could play the game. Like, I, mm-hmm. I could, could, could you have pictured yourself, you know, at like eight or ten years old, just watching a video of somebody playing Pac-Man? Not, not a video. And now I have like when a new, like a new Star Wars, like like Battlefield or what, whatever the battle, whatever game is, like they they come out. And someone, they show a couple levels, like to see what it looks like, yeah. and to hear it and all that. I've I've tuned into some of those gameplay videos. I've watched my son-in-law play the Batman Arkham Asylum type games and all that. I've watched him play that. 
Yeah, to watch in person because I remember the arcade days, you know, yeah. where you you would you'd play a game and you'd lose your three lives and all that. Well, your buddy beside you is still playing, so you go over and you watch him finish his game and all. Yeah. That. I can watch people play video games, but not no, not like you're talking about. Like that's come on, get 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 a hobby. Well, all the ways you're talking about it, you're doing it socially. Right. That's it. Like exactly. I, I don't get, I don't get it. But anyway, that's not the point. On Twitch TV, um, this past Sunday, they had a um, a gentleman who is a professor of guitar give a lecture on the heavy metal horror connection, and this is in conjunction with the Columbia Museum of Art up in Columbia, South Carolina, that has the Kirk Hammett collection <clears throat> and mm. Dear Metalheads. If you are not following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash redmetal, go out, follow us today, give us a like, join, whatever it is that you do anymore on those things. But you need to follow us because I've been trying to post this stuff as it happens. Um, and Snowy, I don't know if you saw it because I also think I put it in our group chat, but you can go now and do a virtual tour of the Kirk Hammett collection at the museum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, so you can do that tour. They did the lecture of the heavy metal art connection, and I I only got to watch a little bit of it today. Um, it it started out really good. I I was really impressed where it started. It was kind of cool. Um, but then not only are they doing that, um, you can do like I said, virtual tours of the Kirk Hammer collection. Um, but the the night that I went for where Kirk Hammer gave a talk, that's up mm-hmm. on YouTube now. Yes, yes, I saw that. And that's going to be on my Metal Fix next week. Oh, dude, you got to watch it. You're going to love it. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. the other one you especially need to watch, it's from the same series. And it was one of the ones that I almost went to see, but I just didn't feel like driving up and back for like a one-hour lecture. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like three hours of driving. But um, they they had a geneticist come on and she gave a lecture of the connection between genetics and horror movies and the creatures and all that sort of stuff. And it's fantastic. It's about a 50 minute lecture, I think on YouTube. Um, I actually like connected that to my TV and I watched that. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're, you're going to love it. Like, have, uh, have you seen, to. have you seen the movie, the shape of water? No, but it's, it, it's on the list. It's supposed to be amazing. It's so good. So good, dude. I've seen her a few times now. And so she actually talks about that. Um, and, you know, talks about the creature from the Black Lagoon and, and all that sort of stuff. And actually, she's like, we are closer to fish than you think. And she talks about all the science. Like, I was nerding out so hard, dude. It was so much fun, right? So that's that's been a, a bulk of it. There is so many great things. So, again, search Columbia Museum of Art, South Carolina, um, you guys will find it. Go to our Facebook page. You'll get the links out there and then you can get to the museum stuff because there's so many great things you can see and it's got this horror art thing going on. And then there's one more thing they're going to do. And I'm pretty sure I already shared this in the chat, so you should be aware of it. But they are going to host a watch party of the original Night of the Living Dead movie. Oh, Wow. And um, you can join that. You go to the website and check it out. There's another app. And actually, because of this app, so I'm like, oh, we should see if we could do a watch party. Um, <clears throat> there's an app that's called, I think, just Cast, K-A-S-T. And I set up an account for that because I want to try and watch along this um, this Friday. Yes, yeah, this. So as we so when this episode drops, 
this is happening, the Night of the Living Dead. So head out to that website, check it out. But yeah, so they're gonna have a, a watch party. They're gonna talk about it. Like I've, I've never seen a museum do this much stuff with horror in my life, mm-hmm. and it's just been fantastic. And I've been watching the videos where they talk about stuff. Remember when I was geeking out about the stone lithograph, and, mm-hmm. and we're talking about that? They actually have a video that shows and details the process of how that works. Wow. It's insane. To think about that's what they had to do to make those posters back in the 30s and the intricacy of these posters. Oh, dude, it blows my mind. Right. So that's that's all the horror stuff going on. <laughs> like It's just been so much of it, you know. And then, oh, man. Aha! You owe uh, someone a beer. Yeah, I know. I probably owe you a case at this point. My mother-in-law will never stop calling this house. Like every 10 minutes, oh, I forgot to tell you this. Oh, can you tell your wife this? Like, for, Yeah, for yeah. Wait, just wait till she moves into your house. Yeah. Oh, dude, just text each other. <clears throat> but anyway, so, um, oh, yeah, so Dean Del Rey podcast. There are two episodes back-to-back you need to check out. Well, I think one of those back-to-back. I'm not sure. I might have been behind. Um, Murder in the Front Row. You remember that photo book? Oh, yes. Okay. And are you aware that there's a documentary being released on DVD this April 24th? Um, I didn't. I kind of actually kind of thought, okay, it was. it's already been out streaming for a while. I didn't. Wait a second. Has it really? I thought so. Murder in the Front Row, based on the 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 Bay Area thrash. Yeah. You can stream that one? I thought so, yeah, or maybe find it maybe I'm just getting ahead of myself. Okay, so it's only now just available. Yeah, I would have been. Well, it'll be available on the 24th, so 10 days from today. Oh, okay. Um, but so Dean interviewed Adam Dubin, uh, the director uh, of that, and they talked all about you know how he put it together and all that sort of stuff. Um, and so that's an amazing podcast. And then this the most recent podcast was none other than Brian Slegel of Metal Blade Records. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's just been a great, great couple of weeks here for entertainment on Dean's podcast. Hang on, I'm checking my notes. Did I miss anything? Okay. And then finally, um, I've got new music. Right on. Excellent. I posted a picture of this one and... I haven't opened it yet, and I was thinking about possibly doing like a Facebook opening, uh, live live unboxing kind of thing, because in my hands, I hold uh, Wolverine Blues by Intune. Mm-hmm. Right on. But, oh, for, it's her again. <laughs> yep. Call her right back. Dude, it's going to be like this all night now. Anyway. Um, so uh, not only am I holding the Wolverine Blues, but it is the uh, collector cover where they had Marvel Comics Wolverine and includes mm-hmm. the Marvel, um, the, the comic, and it's actually a sealed copy. So it's never been opened. Right on. Yeah, right so pick that up on eBay. Um, I've been watching it and the seller sent me a message saying, hey, I'll offer a discount. And I'm like, you know what? I'll take that. And... Um, during the pandemic, you know, we keep talking about support your local businesses any way that you can, whether it's a restaurant, getting a gift card, ordering food, you know, ordering online from your local music store. Well, my local music store, Monster Music, and that is monstermusicsc.com, 
Uh, look them up, because if you don't have your own local music store, please support mine, because they're pretty fantastic. I bought from them the Ramones Rocket to Russia 40th Anniversary Deluxe Edition. Mm. So, I, and again, I haven't opened mm. it yet, because I was thinking we could um, maybe do like a live thing with that. But So we've got four, well, three CDs and the LP. And a ton, ton of tracks yeah. on this thing. So I can't wait to crack it open. It's numbered and everything. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I have the first one that they did for the for the first, you know, the debut Ramones record. Right. And I'm really, really looking forward to giving this one a shot and just, just kind of cracking that sucker open and going for it. But that officially ends my metal fix this week. Right it's on, not bad right for on. a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, actually. Like I said, yeah, you might think there's nothing going on in the world, but sometimes you just have to, you know, you have to step outside your your usual box and all that and dig a little. Um, for myself, like I said, at the top of the show, had a really cool, another another really cool live stream from some local some local winnipeg bands entertaining us throughout all this um the the local punk bands death tax and mung they have a lot of the same members and they all live together in the same place it's our good buddy travis we've had him on the show we'll have him on again and so they decided okay we're gonna do this live stream of our two bands playing right out of, you know, right out of Trav's, you know, his rehearsal space where he, he puts on a lot of shows as well and all that. So, okay, great. This is on a Friday night. Okay, with all of this going on, I'm not going out, obviously. No one really right. is, okay? But I'm like, I'm going to make the best of this, Okay. Well, now, what I would normally do, like on a Friday, you know, if I have to go, I, you know, I, I got to go to work. Okay, there's a metal show, there's a punk show or whatever. I go home, get showered, shaved, get into my rock and roll duds, make my way out for the evening, have a kick-ass night. Okay, well, the show is being live streamed onto my computer, but it's like, you know what? I'm going to make this as much of a Friday night as I can. So after work, I went home, I had a shower, <laughs> I shaved, I put on my rock and roll duds, I, gra I grabbed my bottle of my buddy Jack here, who I've got going on right now as well, my motorhead mug, and I sat down in my rock and roll garb and watched this. I figured, you know what, let's, let's, okay, I'm not going anywhere, but hey, let's make the best of it. So there I was sitting at my computer in my rock and roll duds like I would if I had gone out to Bulldog or to the park theater, whatever. I was quite proud of myself. If you go on to my Facebook, and I don't know if it's on the Radioactive Metal page, I really should put it on there. But I took like the second selfie of me in a life in my lifetime. I saw that. <laughs> yeah it's like it's like no one would unless what's that expression pics are never happened right right okay no one will believe that i got all all dolled up just to sit in front of my computer 
Well, there's there it is. And I'm going to put the challenge out now to all of our listeners since it's Friday when you're first listening to this. Even though it's Friday or maybe Saturday when you're listening to this or whatever and you're at home, if you're going to watch a concert, even if it's just a live YouTube thing or you're going to slap on a live DVD concert or whatever, I'm putting it out there. I want you to get into your rock and roll duds. Throw on your leather jacket, put on your favorite band shirt, put your mohawk up. Ladies, put on your rock and roll skirt, apply your makeup, do it all all you do, you know, to enhance the beauty that you already possess. Okay, whatever it is that you do for Friday or Saturday night, I want you to do just to sit in front of your computer or your TV during this crisis and all that let's let's make the best of this shall we so i had one hell of a good time once again thank you mr tariff for all for your contributions to everyone that contributed and of course to death tax and mung for putting on such a great show and beaks and you know giving so much of themselves i imagine those streams are available somewhere on one of their Facebook pages or whatnot. So I'll uh, I'll see if I can share it on a Radioactive Metals page and all that. Did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Okay. All right. No, I thought I I thought I saw that it had. Come nope, I haven't clicked. It. I'm just waiting for a good spot to jump in because <laughs> I really want to see all this stuff. Uh, okay. Well, we're <laughs> we gonna see if we can. Uh, if we can find it some other some other really cool music you might recall not last was it last episode or the one before that it all depends on where the day fell that we were recording but relapse records is putting out a new weekly series featuring live music from the band death called death non-analog the on stage series where they basically once a week they're going to be airing a long, uh, a full live show from the Immortal Death. Okay, this week they have a really cool, uh, a really cool full show from uh, Chicago in 1987. It was uh, when they were out when Death was out supporting their debut record, Scream Bloody Gore. Now the last episode, I hope everyone, or the last issue. Of this show, I hope everyone went out and listened to it. It was from the '90s. The death was death was more of a progressive band and all that. This was early death. This was early raw death, and the recording of this was nowhere near as good as the first episode. Don't let that deter you, because I was listening to this, and you know how at the end of the show I'm always talking about demo tapes and you know the, those or I'm not 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 that but I'm all, when I'm talking about the demo tape trading days and the live tape trading days and all that. Mm-hmm. Lis- listening to this episode or this, this this issue of this of this death series, it sounded like one of those live tapes that we used to trade and get in the mail from our from our friends and all that. So that that brought it back for me personally. That went through that whole scene and all that. So that definitely comes well recommended. Uh, 
some new some new tunes here as well a band no stranger to this show not only gruesome but all of the other projects that mr matt harvey has well gruesome is going to be putting out a new split album june 5th called twisted horror it's going to be a split with mr harvey's other band exhumed Okay, which I guess Rock it makes on. it kind of yeah, it makes it kind of easy when you got bands, same label, same members. You know, it just it just makes sense for a gruesome exhumed split. Well, they put out the first, you know, kind of as a sampler, they put out the first gruesome song, "A Mind a Decayed." Just just a couple of days ago, as given that it's been speaking of death, you're definitely going to want to check this record out when it is available in early june and of course before then i've got matt harvey on speed dial you know (laughs) there's no reason there's no reason why we can't get our old buddy on the show and get him to do a little bit of hyping as well at the end of may from agonia records um swedish death metal legends sentinex going to be putting out a new record called only death remains the title track is now available for streaming just go on to youtube find it it is some really good shit man you were talking about you were talking about entombed earlier swedish death yep sentinex back then man they were just they were they were horns deep into that whole scene good to see that they are still around still killing it and finally, we're going to get on to some tunes here, but I got some wicked records across my desk. A really cool, one of those metallic hardcore bands probably drew the uh, cool influence from the early 90s scene. But California's Foes dropped their debut EP from Glacier Records called American Violence. Like I said, it kind of draws from that that metallic hard hardcore influence really really cool stuff i want to get to some of that but first i believe last episode i talked about this release we never got around to playing it but it's the solo project from ray amate from uh the band immortal bird mm-hmm. her solo project errant is there her debut EP is available now, and it's some really cool stuff. A nice, uh, a nice mix of some, some, some death, some black metal, just some, some, some punks, just some bizarro stuff. It's just a nice, heavy musical stew. Sounds really good, and a really cool cover of uh, the band Failure. So let's get in to some tunes here. Let's, uh, since I've been talking about. It's so much lately. Let's, uh, let's let everyone show what they're all about. This is that new Errant EP. The first single is A Vacillant Breath.
There's some good California hardcore. That is the aforementioned Foes, F-O-E-S, the title track from that new EP, American Hardcore. Check that shite out. Good stuff, good stuff. And a guy like me, you know, loves the metal, loves the hardcore. When you mix it up like that, come up with some good shit. You have got my attention. I'm sure... Tonight's Creature Feature um, probably gets a lot of attention unjustifiably, if that's the only reason why you're paying attention to this band, is through their moniker. Okay, I the recent, like, uh, last year, okay, Texas's Creeping Death dropped their full-length, their full-length, um, major label, no less, debut on E1 Entertainment. Creeping Death dropped their uh, debut record with them to a audience. Uh, they caused a lot of... Uh, I'm sure they raised a lot of eyebrows. Okay. But once you got past this common name and listened to what they had to say... I'm sure, you know, you kind of look, you would look beyond, beyond that moniker and find out what's, what's behind it. Well, I did that. It was a kick-ass debut, great band, and I had the opportunity to sit down and speak to Mr. Pemberton. Now, to get us there, though, I was thinking, well, what are we going to play? Like, it's kind of the, I... The idea is to introduce, give everyone a feel for what they do. Okay, and it's like, okay, yeah, they have their debut album out, but it's on a major label, and that's the one everyone's going to know. They do have a mini discography of stuff that they put out independently. So I thought, you know what? Let's do the band a favor and get our listeners a little more interested in some of their more underground stuff. So to get us to our wonderful chat with Mr. Pemberton, let's drop a track, the title track, from their demo tape, Sacrament of Death. This is our chat with Trey Pemberton of the ultra-cool Creeping Death.
First and foremost, I guess the thing that we should tackle right out of the gate is your debut full-length or Wretched Illusion dropped in September. Um, what was uh, the res- how has the response to that record been so far? It's been honestly pretty sick. Uh, we we didn't really know what to expect. Just our first like our debut full-length and all that, but uh, you know the. The response has been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, it, it's cool. Uh, I, like I said, we all really didn't see that coming, but um, we're happy with it. We're stoked on it. You know, we're just happy that anyone enjoys it. Some tunes that we all wrote, you know, for fun. It's homies, so it's it's sick. Right on, right on. That's what I like to hear. Well, it's 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 kind of a unique situation for you because it being your debut full lengther and it ends up on E1, which for all intents and purposes is, and whatever a, a label is this this day and age, it's for all intents and purposes like a major label, and that really doesn't yeah. happen very often with extreme oh, music. <laughs> yeah, what was your initial reaction? Was like, hey, E1 is sniffing around. Oh, well, at first when they hit us up, we thought we were getting scammed because we hadn't, like, we hadn't really done our research <laughs> about that label. We were like, oh, okay. like so and so, so that, like, the, um, the, the, the guy who ended up being our manager later on, he, he booked a tour, uh, for us. And we did, obviously, we, we were booking stuff ourselves back then. And, and so I guess they asked for a contact and he was the only guy. He was like, Hey, this record label is like trying to get a hold of you guys. Like they're E1 records, like check it out, like all this stuff. And we were like, this sounds fake. We were like looking at the catalog and all that. And we we're like, what, what, this, this is a scam. Like we're going to get robbed. What is this? But you know, we looked more into it. We got in contact and then we figured out that it was absolutely legit, and then we were like, are you sure you have the right band? Are you sure you didn't want some <laughs> Metallica cover band or something like that? Because we were just stunned. Like, there was, there was about two or three authentication processes on our part where we were like, is this real? Like, is this, is this for real? But, yeah, it's sick. It's a dream come true. It's something that we all wanted to do, to be able to play music on, you know, and for the world and we you know it was cool we got to see a lot of stuff for the time being hopefully we can pick it back up here in a little bit right 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 now i remember like i'm kind of an old man now and i remember like when i was a teenager in the 80s when you know an extreme band would sign on to a major label well like, you were a sellout and you you know <laughs> you uh-huh. know like um were, were you afraid of any um any negative feedback like that from the underground Oh, we didn't care at all. Honestly, I feel like I feel like times like that are a little bit. Uh, it's a little. It's flipping around a little bit. I, I, we we come from like the hardcore scene generally, and when bands come out of the hardcore scene and start to do major label things, they usually continue to to get some level of underground support, whether or not people are jamming their their newer tunes or not. Um, they're still putting on for them, and and that's always really cool to see. I I think a lot of people from where we come from, and a lot of people in hardcore, just want to see other hardcore kids succeed. So, um, I I wasn't worried about that at all. I thought you know our friends were going to be really happy for us, and we were really happy. So, at the end of the day, that's what really mattered most, you know. Right on for sure, for sure. Yeah, and like 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 I said at the start of this interview, like what is a label these days? You know, like. Just with the way the industry is right now, does it even exist? You know, like, wow. 
Uh-huh. And, yeah. and we're we're lucky enough, like, E1 has the resources they do, and they they help us out a lot. And they also give us complete creative control. Like, um, they they just really help us along the way, and that's that's the way it should be. Like, it should be all the way up to the artist, and the label should just lend a helping hand and then obviously help get their artists out there, which they've done an incredible job of, so. It's been a really cool, you know, mutually beneficial relationship thus far. We really like uh, E1 a lot. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, that creative control, that's the key word right there because that was always one of the um, concerns band would have. It's like, oh, if we sign the Columbia House, are they going to water us down? Are, they gonna, uh-huh. are we going to go from writing decent tunes to doing love ballads? Like, what's going to happen here and all that? But... After listening to Wretched Illusion, you can, you know, you you can tell, yeah, they're not messing with you guys. <laughs> that, yeah, that yeah, they, and they, they, you know, they hang out with us. Like whenever we come, uh, whenever we are, we're in New York, uh, we all they always come to our shows and we we hang out and stuff. And we're just like boys at this point. Like it's not even like a, uh, if, you know, it feels like more of a, a friendlier relationship than a business business relationship at this point. It's pretty sick. Excellent, excellent. That's yeah. that's what I want to hear. Who are some of the artists that made you want to do this? Oh, there's one artist in particular. It's this band called Blood Red Throne from Norway. And right. I was, uh, you know, like I said, we were all hardcore kids, so I obviously come from more punk and hardcore and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I, I grew up listening to, to metal for sure first, but... Um, like it was like thrash metal. It wasn't. It wasn't like death metal, with like heavy or grimy or anything like that. Uh, it wasn't until I started to listen to to hardcore bands that were more influenced by death metal bands, um, and then I just started to full blown get into death metal. And my friend uh, John Fryer, I'll never forget him. He was like, "Dude, you're getting into death metal. Check out this band, Blood Red Throne." He played the song "Come Death" off of the album "Come Death." And there was this one part in the middle where this riff hits, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is the music I have been waiting for my entire life. And, and ever since then, I'm like, okay, I got to be in a band like that, like, every, every, like, all the time. So I just, you know, my friends all like metal. We're all kind of more – it's Texas, you know. It's, like, it's a little bit more metal-leaning down here. So we're all hardcore kids. We're all, you know, punk kids, but, like, um, I knew I had a bunch of friends that were super into metal, and I was like, you know, let's start, start a death metal band, let's start a death metal band. So eventually we finally got around to doing it, and um, sick. I'm really happy and glad we did. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, you are the perfect guest for this show because, yeah, we're called Radioactive Metal, but we cover everything, including the punk and the hardcore and all that. Right so fantastic. Right on, right on. Just earlier today, I was given your promo video for Ripping Through Flesh the Once Over. Um, where was that shot? That seemed kind of uh, claustrophobic a bit. Uh, it was, yeah. Okay, so it was shot in two different places. Uh, the hmm. Wonder Caves of um, in San Marcos, um, like San Marcos, Texas, it's a little bit like 30 minutes south of Austin. It's a little college town. It's really nice, really pretty. Um, and then the other one was the cave with no name in, uh, I think it's pronounced Bernie, Texas. And uh, that's like in between San Antonio and Austin, uh, like in the middle of hill country. Uh, so it, they were pretty like 
not out there. Well, the Bernie one was out there. Um, that place was huge. Um, Lincoln and Reese, uh, they filmed their parts there. Um, mm-hmm. And me and Eric filmed the ones, our parts in San Marcos. And all the parts in the, in the woods and stuff are in San Marcos. So uh, it was like a couple different places. Uh, our cave was pretty big for the most part. Their, uh, Lincoln's and Reese's cave, they said that place was huge. It was like uh, seven stories to get down to the cave that they were filming in. And they said oh, it was, geez. like, enormous. Like, it was – the scale of it was, like, they were shocked. Like, it was – they can't. They were, like, pictures can't put it into, into frames. You just have to, like, see it to kind of get how big it was. I was like, right. cool. So, yeah, right, right. it was pretty cool. Interesting experience for sure. No, 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 no. When you are filming in places like that, is there legal red tape that you have to jump through or whatever? Or is this just, like, it's – it's it's public. Just, you can just show up and do whatever. Um, yeah, we are. Uh, the director had to get clearance because they're, they're like uh, the cave with no name or whatever is like a national park, I guess. So he has right. to get certain, uh, you know, permissions. The Wonder Cave in San Marcos, I think, might be privately owned. So he might have just called them up and was like, "Hey, can we do this?" So that's that's kind of like that's about it. I don't know. Easy enough. Easy enough. This day and age, like I remember, like I know you're. How how old are you? You're twenty. Gotta be in your. Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're about your mid twenties. Like years ago, like promo videos were a huge thing, very important. Um, mm-hmm. Is it? Are they now so much? Like like there is no MTV. There's no much music really anymore. Like, is it just is? The idea of the promo video is still important as it once was. Um, yes and no. I mean, not really. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's tough. Cause I don't know how many people are watching them, like, you know, over and over. It's like how many. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the play count is on YouTube, I guess. But And YouTube is pretty huge. I guess it still matters. But it's just like I don't see a whole lot of people putting a lot of uh, you know, effort into music videos. It's more about like uh, marketing and just like just getting your band to go viral for some reason. Like it doesn't need to be a music video anymore. There's like way different avenues for it. You know, it's weird. I'm I'm old school. Like I would rather it be like a music video kind of thing. I wish they were more popular. Right on, right on. Well, yeah. Well, you keep that. You 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 keep that up because I'm really digging. I'm really digging the results. And finally, I'll let you get on with your day. But, like, for an old-school fan, like, the first thing that's going to pop out is your band name. And I get it. I Mm -hmm. think it's really cool. Like, Black Sabbath got their name from a movie and all that. Like, have you gotten a lot of um, negative reactions online and all that? Like, it's like, whoa, they just think they're a Metallica clone or whatever? Uh, not really. Most people just ask, like, oh, your band name from Metallica? That's, like, pretty much it. I mean, it's, like, obviously, yes. It's, like, most people are, like, why is it so on the on the head? And I'm just, like, I don't know, man. Like, we're hardcore kids. Like, so that's so common for hardcore bands to name your band after a song or an album of a band and you don't even have to sound like that band. Like it's just, if it's just the band you like or respect, 
It's, you know, people mm-hmm. do that all the time. And I guess it's not as common in the metal world. So, I mean, uh, maybe we should have picked a, a song that was less popular, I guess. That was the problem. Because I don't think people realize how many bands are named after songs. Power Trip is named after a song. Like, um, who else is? I mean, there's a million bands. You can oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's not just us. We, we just picked a really, really popular one just because I like the song. It's like one of the best songs. It is. It is. I, yeah, I was there when it came out. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. It definitely is. And finally, how are you holding up with all of this craziness that's going on? How is it affecting the band? Oh, it's, uh, I mean, <laughs> put us in a lot of debt. But uh, other than that, you know, spirits are high. We're trying, to, we're trying to get creative and figure out how we can get together and do, some, do something cool without, like, obviously jeopardizing anyone's safety. But we, we want to do something cool, but we want it to be, um, you know, quality. We don't want to just throw some live stream together of us at a practice space or something. We want to do something cool. But So we're brainstorming stuff like that. Hopefully we can figure it out. Um, but, yeah, like, just we're just trying to sell the merch that we <laughs> are sitting on because, you know, we were on the middle of a tour. Um, and then obviously it got canceled. Luckily, we were in Texas when it got canceled. Our, we, well, actually, we were in Texas um, because we had a week off of the tour. We were supposed to meet up with them on March 20th in Salt Lake City. But obviously, things took a huge turn and everything got shut down and all that. So we were we were pretty lucky. Uh, the other bands, uh, one of them, Chamber from Nashville, they obviously had to drive from California to Nashville, like that felt really bad for them. And then the Acacia Strain, they uh, have to go to different places. I know some of them are from the Midwest, some of them are from the East Coast. So they had to make the trek all the way back to, I just, you know, felt really bad. They were all posting stuff and I was like, dang, dude, this this whole thing really sucks. And then obviously every band, we all had our, our you know, our merch that we had planned to sell for another three, four weeks. So, you know, every band is sitting on a whole lot of lot of stuff. So we're just trying to slowly but surely figure out ways to sell that stuff. If anyone's listening, wants to head over to creepingdeath.bigcartel.com that uh, has all of our merch currently. Order whatever you want. We'll ship it. We'll figure out the shipping. We'll figure it out. So hit us up.
you're not tuned in to the shining wizards listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show hey guys it's the stallion and when i'm contemplating suicide i throw on the shining wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing i'm not one of these four grown adults virgin fucking marks discussing a fake wrestling product tune in live every tuesday night 7 p.m east rantemradio.com it's the shining wizards where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling Introducing KTEL's Hair Magician. This new precision instrument comes with two interchangeable heads numbered one to four. These four different comb tooth edges are designed to keep the cutting blades exactly the right distance from the scalp. By just combing, it will trim and taper longer hair, automatically tapers and cuts shorter hair. Easy and safe to use. Excellent for shaving your neck and trimming sideburns. Any mother can now give her family professional haircuts. Hair Magician will style, shape, and thin. Teenagers can now have the latest cuts in only minutes. With KTEL's Hair Magician, it's easy for men to look neat and smartly groomed. At only $2.99, it pays for itself after just one haircut. Think of all the dollars you can save. Buy one now. Hair Magician comes complete with heavy vinyl case, attachments, barber comb, extra blade, and directions. Only $2.99 from KTEL. There are only three good things you need in life. Sex, beer, and pure rock. Those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. Oh, oh, oh. 
Some good friends of tonight's creature features the Texas hardcore band Judiciary. It was their reign of turmoil from their split up here with Canadian hardcore bashers Mortality Rate. And before that, as well as Mr. Pemberton mentioned in the interview, he was a big fan of one Blood Red Throne that was Requiem Mass from last year's fit to kill record and like i said man hey you know he's uh, like like everyone who who knows me i can be seen at a metal show i can be seen at a hardcore show i'm right at home at both as is tonight's creature features so um it was a hell of a chat it was a hell of a chat creep and death are a hell of a band look beyond the moniker you'll like to uh you know you'll like what you hear and this this was one of those this is one of those moments you know one of those rock and roll moments that um doing this interview i ended up having to do it at money job and of course to find a quiet place that meant the supply closet and i've been that. there <laughs> done that i understand yeah yeah i just i i just i just wish I could do an interview with like girls school or something like that in the supply closet. That way I can at least say, you know, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did it in the supply closet with them or something. <laughs> okay. I just don't give all of the school. information, you know, <laughs> not going to say exactly what it is, like but you get it. You get it though. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Creeping death there. Major label debut, Wretched Illusions, available now. Go and check it out. Being on E1 Entertainment should be available pretty much anywhere. The 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 music world. Yeah. Never mind just the metal world, but the music world right now is a buzz. And people aren't very happy. Goodness no. Uh, especially with everything that's going on. Well, I just saw this, I think, just yesterday, and we're talking about it already. The Digital Music News, though, had reported that um, Ticketmaster, okay, Dirty Pool, Dirty Pool here, I must say. Now, apparently, Ticketmaster, when it came time, okay, with everything that's going on in the world right now, Concerts are being canceled. They're being postponed. You know, tickets have been sold for various events. And then, you know, well, what happens now? Are we going to see a refund? Are we going to, what's, what's this? What's that? What's, what's another thing? This is something that's affecting everyone. Okay. Ticketmaster, apparently it was their policy at one time. Okay. That. If you're for refunds are available if your event is canceled or postponed. Yeah, I've, I've got the verbiage here. It says yeah, that, okay. um, refunds are available if your event is postponed, rescheduled, or canceled. That was their old, you know, that was their old policy. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that has changed. And it's kind of changed quietly where now Ticketmaster's new policy 
is you we, you will get your refund if your event has been canceled. There's yes. no way around that. If it's done, there'll be no show. But you have to give the money back now. Of course, if it's being postponed or whatever, t- Ticketmaster is saying, okay, it's going to happen. So we're going to hold on to your money, okay? Because it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. We're just gonna we're just we're just gonna hold on to it, and that has a lot of people up in arms, justifiably so, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think the thing that's kind of because you don't know when these shows are going to be rescheduled. How long are they going to hold on to your money for? Well, see, you and know? that's the fun part, man. Because there was a show that was supposed to happen. Uh, it was it was the week that everything went down with the Dean Del Rey where I was supposed to go to L.A. and I didn't. It was supposed to happen that Saturday. I want to say it was like March 14th, right? Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. Like like and and, and honestly, like I think I mean. I think it should have. My state took forever to do stay-at-home orders and all that sort of stuff anyway. I think that one weekend would not have made a difference in our cases here. Um, And now it was moved out till like May something, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, the same weekend that Maryland Death Fest was supposed to take place. Right. Well, now I don't know if that's going to happen. But then immediately when that happened, it said, oh, yeah, your show's been moved. Um, there's no refunds in, unless it's moved a second time or canceled. So I'll be curious to see if it's moved a second time, if I could get a refund like I was promised in that first email, um, or what's going to go on. I mean, not that I want a refund because it, it was a special show I wanted to take my son to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, like, I, I, yeah, just, man, they're praxis. Like, th- this is... This is one of those things where I feel like the business is poorly run and shady mm-hmm. because where's the money going? Like, like I really th- – there's there's enough inconsistencies where I would like to see the books. Definitely. You know? Uh-huh. And, and, you know, and I know there's somebody like, oh, well, what do you know about finance? I'm like, well, I know enough to trace the numbers. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a financial genius. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is something's, something's up. Do I know what's up? No. But, like – for example, um, like SiriusXM, when you would subscribe to them, they would, you know, they charge their monthly fee, and then they would charge like um, a fee for music fees for. Well, that's what we have to pay for royalties, so we charge the additional fee. I'm like, no, no, you you wrap that into your monthly fee, and like it's like they break things out so they can say, oh, look, look how inexpensive this is. So like. I want to say that the tickets that I bought for Nicholas and I ended up costing me 50 bucks, and they were $15 tickets. You know? Like, like uh, that's all the fees and stuff, right? And that's mm-hmm. what they do. Like, oh, well, well, now it's these fees. Well, you know what? Like, somebody somewhere needs to step in and be like, listen, you can't charge the fees. Like, jack up the ticket price. Like, let's make the ticket price be whatever it's supposed to be. But this, 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 this stuff with the fees just gets out of hand. And mm. what service are they really doing other than being the only game in town? That's the key. It's a monopoly. Yeah. It's sorry. It's it's a monopoly, and they know that no matter what they do, if you want to go and see your favorite band, and they're a big league stadium, arena band, even large theater band, if you want to see them bad enough, 
you'll play by our rules and you'll suck our dicks and yeah. <laughs> and that's and that that's the end of it or you just don't go and that's where that's why i'm kind of at the point now where you know just this past week i was probably gonna have to bite the bullet and actually deal with these people to see alice cooper that was supposed to be here just oh, yeah. this just just this past saturday fortunate fortunately i had not bought an advance ticket to it you know um so now i don't have to go through all this bullshit about oh if it's when if ever because like what happens if how what's what's the what's the time limit between postponed and canceled because if it's if 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 it's just if it's postponed for a year you know and we're, well, we're not touring for another year okay like really like a year that's no longer postponed right postponed is a couple months right a year could be another tour you know? yeah yeah <laughs> or some or something to that effect so what's what's a postponement what's what's a cancellation well we'll decide because we're we're a monopoly you know and you can just play by our rules or you just don't you just don't show up that is my biggest concern that well that's one of my concerns with that they can dictate exactly what a cancellation is what a postponement is while the rest of us might definitely have a different idea now though with postponements though and not giving the refund okay say eight months from now the alice cooper tour which was on a saturday okay that gets rescheduled Okay, and every everyone that bought tickets, great, it's on a Saturday. I don't have I, I don't have to worry about this, I don't have to worry about this, don't have to worry about this. Right. Okay. Now though, it has been rescheduled, you know. It is now on a Tuesday. Oh, come on. Okay. See, that means nothing to me with my work schedule and for what I do, I don't care. Yeah. Okay, like uh, you know me, I've stumbled home four in the morning on a Tuesday night, right. Wednesday morning. You know, it doesn't matter to me. A lot of people it does matter to. And all that. Well, maybe now half those people in that in that in that large theater that Mr. Cooper would have played, they can't go on a Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So then maybe we should get our refund. Well, no, no, because we've we've rescheduled it. Oh, okay. So now we have to do things on your time like this? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, that so is, you know. Here's the worst part. They're not the only one doing this sort of thing, right? So um, the the insurance industry for the airlines and like travel insurance, um, they were also changing their policy that if you buy insurance and then your trip is canceled during a known event such as this pandemic, that they wouldn't honor it. Wow. And well, that's kind of crappy. Then just not sell the insurance. Then say, well, we're not going to sell it right now if it's for this trip happening during this time. Mm-hmm. You know, but of course they're not going to do that because they want the money, right? You know, and then they're using every excuse in the world to drag their feet, right? And and the thing is, like, I'm sure there's so many people requesting all sorts of things. Um, so 
but yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's a little crap. But let's let's talk about something that's happening that's nice for um for for the for the Live Nation people out there because here's the thing. So we know that Live Nation Ticketmaster, um, they don't exactly handle the money and all that sort of stuff in a practice that we feel is fair. However. There are still people that depend on Live Nation for their livelihood, right? Because I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they work the shows, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's where I am very proud to be a Kiss fan because Kiss is making a very special T-shirt. It's um, <laughs> it's so freaking funny, dude. They uh, it's it's like it's Kiss. It's kind of like the end of the road. It's like you wanted the best, you got the best. Stay at home tour 2020. <laughs> and it's like it's time to stay at home. If you look at the back, it has all the tour days listed, and it literally just says Monday, stay at home. Tuesday, stay at home. Stay Wednesday, at home, yeah. Over and over and over and over. Let's it's a thirty dollars shirt. All the proceeds are going to um to to the to the the, the basically the music crew workers. So oh, all right. the people that work the the Live Nation shows, that sort of stuff, they're calling it Crew Nation. Um they're they're taking the, the it's a relief fund for them it's a it's a was it global global relief fund for live music crews is what it is so 100 percent of the proceeds so i'm going to be picking myself up one of these shirts at some point all right on. um it's this is basically a pre-order the shirts aren't going to ship until may 4th but yeah i wanted to bring that up during this because it sucks that we don't have shows it sucks the way that Ticketmaster's handling this, but um, I am really proud of Kiss for doing something like this because they're also impacted. You know, they can't tour; they've got dates booked, and I'm sure they're going to need to to probably you know handle some of these refunds themselves. And honestly, based on the story that Rock told me, and I don't know if you remember when Rock went to the Kiss uh, convention up in Canada, so somebody there said something about, "Hey, um, you know." So, something with the way the money was exchanged They're like yeah i think i actually got charged more and gene's like what and they're like and they explained it and he's like okay i'll look into it and rock said like a couple weeks after that he got a refund on his credit card oh wow yeah so so excellent, excellent. yeah yeah like like they're they they've proved themselves time and time again to be above board so i'm really proud that they're doing this um you know, so this is a, a great way to turn a frown upside down, make some lemonade out of a lemon. Um, I'm looking for another cliche. So he helped me out. <laughs> no, that's that. That's good enough. That's good more, enough. Good. I'm cliches. glad. I'm glad you dropped that kind of feel good story right in the middle because I've actually got one more to think about. Okay. In all of this. Okay, ticket prices are expensive this statement for these shows up to $500 unfortunately a lot of people are still buying these tickets they're biting the bullet they're okay I really want to see them okay Uh, they begrudgingly go out and probably shell out more than they can or should yeah show gets postponed okay because the fit is hitting the shan out in the world, okay? People are now getting laid off. Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe that triple digit, the money that they've paid in for that triple digit in happier times, you know, I could really use that now. 
you know, I'm not, I'm not getting my show. Okay, I could really use that now. I have a hungry family here. I got the heat to pay, or you know, like I have shit I got to do. Okay, I could really use that money. Well, sorry, we're a monopoly. We'll, uh, <laughs> you know, you have to basically listen to what we what we do, and you know, we're it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a feudal system. We're living in the castle, and you're all our serfs. So, you know, too bad. Yeah, yeah, and that's such a bummer, the things that happen when there's no competition. And like, <laughs> I remember we had a local guitar shop in the Pittsburgh area. And, you know, every, every year they were always in in the top, I, I can't remember, it's like a top 200 list, but they are always very high near the top. And for a single store, um their revenue every year was was like somewhere around seven or eight million, right? Which I think is pretty good for like a single local store in the area. I mean, if you looked at some of the other larger chains, they're they're you know no slouch here. So I everybody would go there. They're the only game in town. They had some of the best brands, but man, I had a couple different bad experiences where they were just crappy. Just they didn't treat you nice because they knew they're the only only game in town. Right, and then Guitar Center comes in and opens up, and those same people are all of a sudden falling over themselves to try for how to be nice to people. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know, oh and, yeah, now you want to be nice, yeah, you know, like they're all of a sudden trying to be nice, and and again, like I followed the revenues, the revenues have dropped, um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where I just. A monopoly only helps the businesses, the monopolies, not help it anybody does. else. It does. It does. I remember when there was a select a seat. I don't know if select a seat was a thing in the states and all that. It but sounds we, familiar. We had two. We had Ticketmaster. We had select a seat, and um, there wasn't no one. Maybe I was too young or whatever, but I didn't hear a whole hell of a lot of crap from either of those two. You know, because they they couldn't do that because there was options, yeah, and all that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. What um, you uh, you don't have to in the event of canceled shows, postponed shows, or anything like that. If you dealt with Ninja Cat, Ninja Cat Productions, we're not we're not a pawn of Ticketmaster. If you wanted to check out one of the multitude of shows here in Winnipeg and that got postponed or whatever, you had no problems with anything. So when um, just a little while ago, Defeated Sanity Death Metal Legends were supposed to come through town. And it's like, yes, I've never seen Defeated Sanity before. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. They're going to be here with Wake. They're going to be here with Origin. They're going to be here with Beneath the Massacre. It's going to be a great time. Sorry. The fit hits the Shan once again. But definitely no one had any problem in that regard. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to dedicate a Defeated Sanity song to the good folks at Ninja Cat. And you know what? We're also going to dedicate this to the folks at Ticketmaster as well. Because I know they're not going to like this. This <laughs> is 
the mighty defeated sanity from last year's disposal of the dead the martada album this is into the soil
Fortunately, when Benighted came through town last year, there was none of all of this craziness. Fortunately, I wasn't there to see them because, as you may recall, I was across town at Bulldogs interviewing Kubla Khan that night. So we, we, you know, we made something of it there. But unfortunately, I had missed the almighty Benighted that was the first single off of their latest record, Obscene Repressed, that is Nails. When Benighted come through your town, man, check them out, check them out. Always a really good time with two nights 
creature feature creature feature with tonight's indie spotlight when this band came across my desk i got pretty excited just because the pedigree for an unsigned band and all that and they definitely shouldn't be for too much longer because the canadian i, I don't know that's uh it's a it's a metal band kind of a more mainstream sound but they kind of they, they, they kind of mix it up. I think you're going to like what you hear. But Canadian Bashers, a monolith, just recently dropped their um, indie release, State of Being. And when I say this band has a wicked pedigree, or at least a wicked resume, this includes members of the Devon Townsend Band, and the old school Econoline Crush. Oh, right. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah. Well, they've teamed up with uh, one John Howard, he of Threat Signal, who has been on the show. I've interviewed him. I've had shots with this guy. He's a great guy, and a monolith is a great band. So without further ado, in tonight's Indie Spotlight, once again, welcome Mr. John Howard to Radioactive Metal by checking out Canada's A Monolith. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this indie spotlight.
check them out. A monolith band. I M O N O lith. A monolith band dot com for all of your metal goodness. With that great, great new indie EP, State of Being. And like I said, man, John Howard, great band, great, great guy, great bands, everything that he's been in and all that. So check them out well my friend like i said for nothing going on there was a lot going on this week <laughs> yeah man there's really a lot in our metal fix i was pretty excited with it and and hopefully we will keep that going um how can people get a hold of us all right well as we said at the top of the show, facebook.com slash radmetal, because you will hear about great events that we've talked about on the show, such as the virtual museum tour, where you can see the Kirk Hammett collection of horror art, and the different um, things related to that museum that we've talked about, because I've shared it there. Check us out at radmetal666, totally froze for a second, on Instagram and Twitter radmetal666 at gmail.com to drop us a letter if you'd like to send us a snail mail letter send us an email gives your name and address snowy will send you a snail mail letter so you can converse just Mm -hmm. like the old days he might even make you a mixtape who knows yeah actually yeah maybe yeah that might be a good idea it is a possibility it could happen um please support our sponsor true call coffee trvekvlt.com you can hear us here first every Thursday, purerockradio.net. And, of course, we are a part of the Shining Wizards Network, along with the Snowman's new podcast, A Wrestling Night in Canada. Mm, yes. Right? So we've got that going on, part of Shining Wizards, as well as we are. We're happy to be a part of that. And then, of course, dear listeners, during this pandemic, please stay home, please stay safe. And I learned something interesting on the Brian Slagle podcast that I meant to, to touch on here, but I'm going to talk, talk about it now. Um, so, you know, we've long been divided over streaming revenues and those sorts of things. But Brian Slagle, who's been running a record label for over 35 years, has mm-hmm. said that streaming is paying better than ever and that there's actually more money coming into the music industry than he's seen in quite a few years. Oh, wow. So... My thought is, if you can't get to your local record store and you can't support mine, you know, maybe you can um, put aside like a little bit of money for a streaming service like Spotify. And if you can, stream the heck out of your favorite band's stuff. Don't don't stream it at Bandcamp because they're not getting any money for that. At least try to get a free account of Spotify and see if you can stream them there. Like, make some money for them during this time. That's a great way to support your favorite band. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely because there's definitely. a lot of indie bands on spotify whether people realize it or not so like definitely go ahead and support them there yeah yeah and just treat treat it like you would any anything else that's a really good point what you were saying about a lot of really good indie bands as well that's a good thing like i know i'll i'll piss around on Bandcamp, okay and i, I don't have spotify it's probably something that i should look into okay you should. I think but when it. i when when i'm pissing around on Bandcamp, i discover all sorts of wicked bands that i never even heard of before which i really feel that i should have and all that uh, but i you know like i said i've 
always discovering really cool music that way and i like you said if there's so many there's so much so much great stuff indie stuff on spotify definitely i'm not a big fan of it in this case in this case if it helps discover these great new artists that you hear on our indie spotlight and during our side stage interviews i can't argue that i well, can't argue and not that just help all. discover them but get them paid right and, and yeah. that's the thing is like these bands aren't touring right now they're not getting their name out there they're not getting their t-shirt sales that they get every night to get a hamburger the next day like they they're 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 hurting right they're struggling so mm-hmm. you know at the very least like stream their music and get them some royalties it may not be a lot you know i mean they're not going to hit a billion downloads like metallica but i mean <laughs> you know you might get them a cup of coffee and that could go a long way to their sanity. Right. So that's right. Definitely. You know, so do what, do what you can to help them out, you know? Oh, definitely. Cause I know true Cavalt's coffee and my buddy Jack is keeping me sane. Yes. <laughs> and when you combine <laughs> Jack Daniels and true Cold coffee, that's what we call the motorhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With good reason to get us on out of here. Let's, uh, Let's go out with a cool tune. Speaking of, well, not necessarily indie, but carbonized records. Isn't like a label like a Metal Blade or a Season of Mist that kind of um, jumps out at the tip of your brain right away. But they always make some kick-ass stuff, including their latest release from Death Doomsters, Funeral, Funeral Leech. Let's go out with the first single, Statues from the death meditation record in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been a creeping us out episode of radioactive metal i'm snowy white this is aaron signing off